0: So on today's episode, we talk about why my head is peeling, but I'm not self-conscious about it, plus 10 incredible lessons, laws, and principles that you should apply every day into your life and business from seven and eight figure entrepreneurs that I just had the pleasure of sitting down with, networking with, and extracted a ton of knowledge from. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. But most importantly, I'm going to say this because I say it in the show. Your job is to pick one and to implement it immediately every day for the next 30 days because that's the only way to change your result. So now, let's cue the intro.
1: Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Because this is the Mind at George podcast where relationships beat algorithms and depth is the only direction when it comes to ethically scaling your business. Each Monday and Friday, I'll be the guy between your ears in the hoodie and pink shoes guiding you home, giving you the tools to extract, honor, and amplify your genius, so you can be the light for your customers. Sound fabulous? Cool. Let's get into the episode.
0: Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of... You ever wish you had one of those like voices? like those broadcast voices, it's completely random, but it was the thought that I had. So I am stoked for today's episode, but I'm stoked for every episode. But what are the biggest questions I get asked? And, and I say biggest, because this is the one that I get asked more than anything. Like George, what are the secrets for being a seven-figure or eight-figure entrepreneur? Like, what do I focus on? Where do I spend my time? What do I do? Well, I have the massive privilege to have a massively influential circle of many levels of entrepreneurs, six figures, seven figures, eight figures, nine figures. And I get to spend a lot of time with them. I get to hang out with them. I get to have dinners with them. I get to do events with them. And a couple of weeks ago, I was with a group of these incredible human beings and we were hanging out. We were kind of masterminding. We were kind of speaking about business and life and we were connecting, but we got into some really incredibly deep conversations and I got blessed that one of my team members was there, the incredible George, the other George. Uh, We have to figure out our nicknames, but we'll just say I'm, I'm George one and he's George two. And he took some notes. And this was one of the greatest things ever because he wrote down 10, 10 of all the common themes and threads and principles and lessons that we all talk about openly about how to hit seven, eight figures and beyond and how to be able to navigate it. And so in today's episode, I'm going to share all 10 lessons with you and I'm going to share them. I'm going to give some context to them and I'm going to give them to you for you to focus on them and make them a part of what you do and and where you spend your time. And, and every one of these resonates true with me. Every one of them rings true with me. And uh, I believe the podcast before this, one, I talked about having the awareness, it was one or one or two podcasts before this, I talked about having awareness as leaders, as, as entrepreneurs that we all have holes in our game. And The moment we're aware of those holes, it gives us an opportunity to start systematically fixing them with habits and rituals and really focus. And and what we focus on, we create more of. And a lot of these lessons and a lot of these principles are daily reminders for myself. I have them printed out. I keep them on my desk. I read them every morning as a part of my morning practice. And they're really, really powerful. So I'm going to share them all with you. Now, before we go any further, if you are just listening to this podcast, And you're not watching it on video, then this doesn't apply to you. But if you're watching it on video, I'm very aware that my head is peeling. I got involved in a very, very intense pickleball tournament when I was in Austin and I became a pickleball addict. So I was out in the sun in Austin, Texas at 100 degrees for like seven hours because I was addicted and I didn't want to stop. And uh, no matter how much lotion I put in my head today, it won't stop peeling. And so that's just a part of the game. So uh, it looks pretty bad if you're watching some video, but it is what it is. And I'm not self-conscious about it, but I just noticed it on camera. So I figured I'd tell the story. And this is probably going to make for a really funny Instagram clip or reel that my team is going to post just because it's funny. But that's all, that's it. That's the whole part of the story. So now let me take a sip of my LaCroix, which if I took podcast sponsorships, this would be one of them because Lemoncello is the absolute best flavor in the world. And let's get into today's podcast. I don't really know what to title this one yet, but what I wrote is 10 lessons from seven and eight figure entrepreneurs that everybody should focus on. And so here we go. We're going to go through the list. I'm going to give you some context. So lesson number one, success is a direct reflection of your current beliefs. A vision takes a mindset of abundance, but also a belief that correlates with everything you want to become, not who you are right now. And it's really easy as entrepreneurs to get wrapped up in our current circumstances and our current situation. But in the grand scheme of things, today is a very small blip on the radar in what we're going to accomplish in the next one, three, five, 10, 15, or 20 years. So where we spend our time and where we focus on it is gonna dictate those results. And so if all we do is ruminate today, and everything that's not working and what we don't want, we're going to bring more of that in. But if we take the time to focus on where we want to believe be, and we have a belief that's correlated, we can align our current actions to become that person. And it takes time. And I have a book recommendation for you just on this one alone. So Benjamin Hardy is an incredible writer. I've referenced him before, but he wrote a book called Personality Isn't Permanent. And it is one of the best ways to simply take this lesson and applied into your everyday as a part of your rituals, a part of your habits, to hold yourself at your potential, to change your beliefs, to change the results that you want to create in the world. So that is lesson number one. Lesson number two. The more you work on yourself, the faster you will scale. The more you work on yourself, the faster you will scale. If I could sum up 15 years of entrepreneurship and quite frankly almost 20 years of leadership training and growth the number one secret per se that I've extracted from all of it is that success is an inside game and what I mean by that is that I'm the one that's in the driver's seat in every business and every piece of content in this podcast and every single thing that I do I'm the one that when I want to drives the steering wheel. And all too often, and in the early parts of my career, I let my beliefs, my fears, and my insecurities take control. And I was in the passenger seat as it was going somewhere that I didn't want to go. And I will tell you that my success has a direct correlation to the amount of work that I've done on myself. And that means meditation. That means mindset work. That means personal development. That means therapy. That means coaching. That means masterminding. That means going to events. That means stretching myself and spending more time honing in on the relationship with myself so that I can permeate those changes to every single thing that I touch. And so lesson number two is the more you work on yourself, the faster you'll scale. And I learned this one the hard way. Because there is no, I've made it. There will never be a point in your career, a point in your journey where you're like, oh, I got it figured out. I'm gonna keep being the same. Because we evolve and we grow and it changes every single day. And so at the forefront of our attention needs to be our relationship with ourselves and how much we invest into it to achieve our potential and hold ourselves accountable to that potential. Which brings us to lesson number three. Lesson number three. Focus on what you are good at. The more you try to do everything, the more you'll be stuck in the same place. Focus on what you are good at. You have strengths as an entrepreneur. I have strengths as an entrepreneur. You have strengths as a human. I have strengths as a human. And there are strengths that I get to leverage that help me achieve the goals that I want to achieve. There are some weaknesses in my game that I can spend some time honing to become a strength, but there are plenty of weaknesses that no matter how much I practice, how much I try, no matter how much effort puts in, will not have a positive return based on the effort I invest. And so I have to be aware of what my strengths are and I have to hone them. I have to make them stronger. I have to increase their endurance. And then I can find a few that aren't as strong and I can invest in those. But my job is not to be good at everything. My job is to be the best at what I'm good at and find resources, tools, team members, or other avenues to accomplish the things that I am not good at. Because what I am good at is the only thing that I can stick to, that I can see all the way through, and that is almost guaranteed to work. So lesson number three is focus on what you're good at and leverage your strengths and outsource your weaknesses. Which brings us to lesson number four. Lesson number four, money isn't everything. I've said this to you before and I will say it again. When you die, your bank account balance will never be on your headstone. Relationships are the currency that drives your success. Relationships are everything. This entire podcast, my entire business, my entire world is built around relationships beating algorithms. And if you look at any successful venture I've ever been a part of, any big deal, any massive win, any anything that I've ever won at, I can find you the relationship or the quality of relationship underneath it that directly drove the success of that thing. And what I have found is that when people, myself included, focus on money, we become transactional and we burn the thing that would actually make it work, which is relationships. Invest in them. Nurture them, grow them, and understand that every single human being you meet is a human being and you can develop a relationship. And it's not our job to know how that ripple will go, how far it will spread, or what will happen, but it's our job to ensure that it has the chance to. And relationships are the only way to do that. So money isn't everything, and relationships are the currency that drive your success, which brings me to tip number five you don't have to hustle and grind to scale. In fact, less equals more and gives you clarity to skyrocket your business. I have a big problem with hustle culture. You'll sleep when you're dead. And I used to say it. I've even said it on this podcast. But the truth was is that I wasn't really hustling. I was giving all of my energy and all of my time in the quote unquote hustle to all the things that weren't moving the needle. Pareto's principle states, that we will get 80% of our results from the 20% of the inputs that we do. Something along those lines. I'm not a scientific, math, whatever, philosophy guy, but it's along those lines. And so it's my job to know where I get the most return for my invested amount of time. And in my world, I'll tell you what it is. Number one is relationships. I spend most of my day nurturing and building relationships with people. Number two is creating content. I am really good on video, I love it, it lights me up, it creates content that helps spread the message in the world, and number three is coaching. I'm really good at coaching, I'm really good at helping entrepreneurs, I'm really good at getting them to their potential and holding them there. And those are the three biggest needle movers in my life. And it's not about how many hours I invest in those things, it's about how deeply I invest in them and move the needle. And it doesn't matter if I spend 20 hours quote unquote grinding every day, if I'm spending all that time grinding on all the things that won't move the needle, I'm never going to get a positive result. And so you have to understand that you knowing yourself is your tool, you knowing your strengths and you leveraging them and you knowing the needle movers in your life and in your business is where you should be spending your time. And you shouldn't be spending it sacrificing your life. You should be spending it moving the needle and then going and living your life. I don't, see it as a badge of honor that you can work 20 hours a day. You know what else? You know what I respect more? That you can work an hour a day and create the same results as somebody who works 20 hours a day. And so understand that hustle is pointless unless it's clear you have intention and you know exactly what it's doing. And there are sprints, there are seasons, there are plenty of times when we're doing our events or when I'm recording this podcast where I go in a sprint and I work harder and I work more hours but I'm doing it with the clarity that it's one of my biggest needle movers and it's not, an inv- it's not a hustle. It's an investment in my future so that I can ride that season and ride that wave. Now, lesson number six. You're in the right place for this lesson. If you don't have a customer journey, build one quickly or it will hurt your relationships and future potential. I spent years of my life trying to build vanity numbers and vanity metrics. And I had a whole lot of attention, but I had nothing to do with it. And so instead, I became an afterthought. I'd get people's attention, didn't know where to lead them. I'd get them to raise their hand, didn't have a solution for them. And I was spending all of my time collecting vanity metrics and vanity attention, and I had nothing to do with it. My job as an entrepreneur is to always have a next step for somebody who comes into my world. That's a customer journey, and without one, you're just hoarding potential that will never turn into anything fruitful. And a customer journey really simplified is having one next step for anybody who comes into your world that will move them one step closer to their goal with you being the catalyst. But if you think attention is the game and there's nowhere to use it, you're in for a very rude awakening because your job is to always have a next step or else people just wait aimlessly by and they never take a next step. Customer journeys are the lifeline of your business. They are the heartbeat of what you do. And whether that customer journey is having a book recommendation or having a journal prompt or sending them to a video or to a podcast or to an offer or to a call. If you're going to take the time to get the attention, you need to invest the time into knowing that you have a next step and somewhere to move them so that they can stay in your world and get closer to their result. Now, lesson number seven. You don't need a large audience to be successful. Focus on building relationships. This is always a game of quality over quantity. And I can tell you nightmare stories of influencers and TikToks and Instagram personalities that have 2.1 million followers and get all the engagement in the world. And then they go to launch a t-shirt and they can't even sell 19 of them. It's not about the quantity, it's about the quality. And I personally, without a website, without social media, with nothing more than my phone and my email list, I mean, my my personal email, like my personal Gmail, built a multiple seven-figure business without any of those things. And it was directly correlated to the quality of relationships. Not how many followers I had, not how many listeners I had, not how many videos went viral, but ensuring that anytime somebody gave me their attention, that I focused on building a deeply integrous relationship with them and helping them. And so this isn't about millions of followers. This isn't about vanity. It's about relationships and people. And if you build relationships with the right people and you spend your time finding the right people, rather than getting a whole lot of wrong people because they give you followers and give you likes, you're going to have a lot faster path to success And you're going to be able to get to your goals a lot faster. Which brings me to lesson number eight. Your inputs equal the outputs. What you do daily will influence the state of your business now and in the future. And what do I mean by this? I've said this before. I just recorded a reel on this. I'm probably going to do an entire podcast on this. That your self-worth should not be derived from your net worth. And now that I think about it, I think I already did say this on a podcast. But all too often, it's easy to get wrapped up in the results rather than in the inputs that created the results. And every single day, we are given the opportunity to choose where we spend our time. And if we spend that time intentionally on the things that move the needle and we invest in them today and tomorrow and the next day, the results are guaranteed. But if we measure ourselves based on the result or the output, we're going to chase our tail around in circles. So just because you did a launch and it didn't work doesn't mean you change your behavior. You look at your inputs. You look at where you spend your time, where you posted things, how you talked about them, and you find the areas of improvement and then you start recreating new inputs that will create that desirable result. But you should be measuring all of your success based on the quality and clarity of your inputs, knowing that this is a game of patience and it is a long-term game. But if you live in the space that your value is not predicated on the results that you create, but instead value, and uh, your value is derived from the quality of the inputs that you put into the world, you'll be able to achieve your goals a lot faster and a lot easier than the other way around. And so value yourself on your inputs, not your outputs, which brings me to lesson number nine. And boy, oh boy, is this a powerful lesson. Lesson number nine is empower and trust your team. Find people that want to be a part of your movement and empower them. And all too often, myself included, I just hired somebody to micromanage them and try to turn them into a different version of me. But there is no other me. Or I would hire a person based on a skill that didn't believe in the movement And then I would get unhappy about the results. I would end up gaslighting them even though it was my responsibility and ending up exactly where I started except wasting three to six months in the process and a whole lot of money. I tell people all the time, and this is what I believe, hire for personality because any skill can be trained. And when I say hire for personality, hire and find and surround yourself with people who believe in your mission, who believe in your cause, who believe in what you're doing, and then work together to help them develop the skills, but give them autonomy to create the result their way. My team is incredible. I have Ashley, I have George, I have and I have Victor, and they are way better at what they do than I could ever tell them to be. And my job is to help them be the best version of se- themselves to move this movement forward, not to try to convince them to do it my way or my way is the only way. This is about team and team is not a dictatorship. Team is team team is playing to your strengths, playing to their strengths and prioritizing the relationship with the human over everything else. And so lesson number nine is empower and trust your team and you as an entrepreneur. And this was a very hard lesson that I had to learn. No matter how much we control it, no matter how lofty of expectations we create, no one is ever going to meet our standards because there are standards and we should never expect somebody to. But what we can do is we can empower them to give them the best chance with their superpower, their magic, and their personality to create the best results that they can create. But I learned a very long time ago that if I try to hold people to a standard that I create, it's never going to happen and it leads to disappointment. And ultimately, it's on me. Our job as a team is to create a result. And so we all give our inputs based on our strengths and we do the best that we can to create that result. And if that result is not created, it's not because my team failed or I failed. It's that as a team, we get to come together again. We get to ask ourselves three simple questions. Number one, what worked? Number two, what didn't? And number three, what can we do differently to create the result that we want? And then we get back to work. But you must remember that at the end of the day, the team and all the people that you surround yourself with are the secret to your success and how well you work as a team, how you communicate, how your relationships are is the most valuable asset that you can create. And so empower and trust your team, which brings us to the final lesson, batting clean up in the number 10 spot. And I'm gonna say this one, I'm gonna say it with an expletive. So if you have kids around, I apologize, mute it for the next 10 seconds. Lesson number 10, have more fucking fun. Have fun, have fun, have fun, have fun. And this one speaks for itself, but let loose and play again because life is too short to be serious. We don't need sticks up our ass. We don't need to be rigid. We don't need to be assholes. We don't need to be disconnected. We don't need to be angry. There's no point in being an entrepreneur if you're going to be miserable the whole time. There's no point in working for 40 years to create the result that you want to then realize you have no life left to live it and enjoy it. If you're building a business and sacrificing yourself in the process, you're never gonna create the results that you want. And there is no tomorrow, there's only today. Bring more heart, bring more fun, bring more joy into everything that you do because if you truly love what you do and your team loves what you do and your customers love seeing you have fun and being all of yourself, that is one of the most guaranteed fastest hacks for success that you can ever, ever have. Shit is guaranteed to be hard. It's guaranteed. Lawsuits, ad accounts, products failing, theft, stealing, platform changes. That's all guaranteed to come. That is all guaranteed to come. And we can't control that. We can mitigate it the best that we can, but ultimately it's always guaranteed to come. But what we can always control is how we go about playing the game when that is served up on our plate. And if you start with joy, if you start with fun, if you start with heart, if you start with connection, even in the darkest of times, even when you're slapped with a patent lawsuit and have to retain attorneys for $50,000 a week, which just happened to me last week, in those moments, I have two choices. I can be miserable, I can be reactive, and I can let the outside world drive my choices, which is gonna create more undesirable results, or I can find joy, I can find heart, And I can bring the levity in so that we can find a solution and we can do the best that we can. But our job is to bring more fun, bring more fun, bring more enjoy, bring more connection to everything that you do. And your success is guaranteed to be easier and you will enjoy the process a whole lot more. It's time for another sip of my limoncello. So George, what are the secrets? What do you or your friends talk about? Your buddy that does $500 million a year, how does he operate? How does he live? Right here. These are the 10 lessons that were extracted from a very, very deep conversation over a few days with some of the most successful human beings that I know. And I still to this day don't consider myself successful in some realms, but I like to learn and be a sponge. And these lessons, these principles, these laws can do you no harm, and they're only only option is success their only option is upside when you employ the when you employ these when you utilize these when you operate from these you're guaranteed to have a lift in everything that you do and so my invitation for you is simple i shared 10 of them but my ask of you today is to pick one of them and make it a part of your everyday life if it's more fun put it in your calendar And every morning, ask yourself, how can I bring more fun into my company or into my day? If it's inputs, how can I measure myself based on the quality of my input? If it's working on yourself, where do you have time that's being wasted scrolling through Instagram or scrolling through YouTube that could be utilized deepening the relationship with yourself? If it's your beliefs, where are you expecting a positive return when all you're thinking about is negative shit? How do you change that? How do you change those behaviors? But realize that these things only work if you work them. And they are very, very powerful and they will make a massive, massive difference. So here's my ask of you. I want you to pick one of them. And I want you to DM me on Instagram and tell me which one you're going to implement. And I want you to make a commitment that you work on it every day for at least 30 days. And if you do that, I guarantee you that you'll be further along than you ever thought possible And you will love exactly what you create. But if you don't pick one, if you listen to this and do nothing, nothing will change. But the advice is here, but don't let it become shelf help. So shoot me a DM on Instagram. You know my Instagram. And if you don't, I'm going to give it to you right now. It's it's George Bryant. I-T-S-G-E-O-R-G-E-B-R-Y-A-N-T. Pick one and send me which one. Number one through 10. Which one are you going to pick? And which one are you going to prioritize? And I want you to start knocking these down and making a difference. So a couple notes before I end today's show. Number one, our event tickets are on sale and we're about halfway sold out. And so if you want to come to Montana, you want to talk about customer journey, you want to talk about mindset, you want to talk about building deep relationships, you want to increase your revenue, you want to increase your client results, you want to increase retention and be in a room of badass entrepreneurs, get an event ticket. Our brand new website is up. It is beautiful. I am so proud of it. So if you want to make this really, really easy, go to mindofgeorge.com slash event and you can grab one of the last seats. I think we only have one VIP seat left because those sold out first. I think we're down to one. And then there's a couple general admission tickets left and it's going to be a party. Our speakers are incredible. They are seven and eight figure entrepreneurs and they are secret weapons in my corner and yours if you come to the event. Plus, I want you to go see the new website because I'm really, really proud of it. And so get your booty to Montana if you have not already committed. It is October 14th through 16th of 2022 in Montana. And if you happen to be listening to this podcast two years from now, still go to the event page because the waiting list will be up for our next event because I don't foresee myself ever stopping. So that's what I got for today. Take one of these lessons, send me a DM and tell me which one you're gonna implement and start implementing them every day into your life. That's all I got. I just drew a blank. So I got nothing left to say today. So I'm about to wrap. I'm going to go pick up my son. I'm going to go play. Actually, I'm going to go pick up my son, go to the horse barn, walk my wife's horses, let my son play with them to bring more joy into my life, and then get back to work. So I absolutely love you. Remember that relationships will always beat algorithms. So you'll either see me in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, I'm out.
1: Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show.